For me, travel is a lonely business. I often think that foreign travel, like a foreign film, is best enjoyed on one's own. But in Vietnam, solitude is nigh on impossible. It is a culture based on companionship, on the comforts of family and community. To be alone is the ultimate in sadness. Even the spirits and the wandering hungry ghosts of Vietnam are never allowed to suffer in solitude. Most people are scrupulous in making offerings to these poor lost souls. People who have no family to remember them. Perhaps, due to many generations of shared suffering, the Vietnamese like to observe a shared remembering. One that includes the lonely and wandering of all realms, even foreign tourists. Hello and welcome to Bureau Bites, a regular pod bite bringing you news from Vietnam and the region. I'm Matt Cowan, the Bureau Chief and your host. Thank you for joining me for this quick bite. That was a passage from Destination Saigon, a travel memoir by Australian author Walter Mason about his travel experiences in Saigon and Vietnam. Walter first visited Vietnam back in 1994, then spent three months in 1996 travelling the country with a Vietnamese-Australian Buddhist monk, staying in remote monasteries along the way. In 1999, he spent six months studying Vietnamese language at the Ho Chi Minh City Social Sciences University. Then in 2008 and 2009, he spent three months travelling in Vietnam, spending much of the time writing his first book, Destination Saigon, which was published in 2010. In Destination Saigon, Walter writes about the crazy heat and colour of Saigon and the quieter splendour of Hanoi. It's an entertaining, insightful and at times hilarious account of what modern Vietnam is like. Walter has a lifelong interest in Eastern spirituality and Vietnamese food, so plenty of anecdotes about his experiences with them in Vietnam shine through his book, backed up with just enough theoretical underpinnings to keep his tales moving at a fast pace. In Destination Saigon, Walter visits colourful Saigon cafes and bars, observing the people and the culture that make the city so fascinating. He also visits out-of-the-way shrines and temples, and he travels off the beaten track to far-flung villages and lesser-known towns on the banks of the Mekong and its tributaries. All in all, his account of Vietnam highlights the polar opposites one can encounter during any given day in Vietnam, from the quiet and transcendent world of Buddhist monasteries to the helter-skelter of Saigon streets. I was able to speak briefly with Walter in Saigon this week before he had to rush back home to Sydney to be with his family. Walter, thank you for joining Bureau Bites. Pleasure. How long have you been coming to Vietnam? 27 years. Which places would you recommend travellers to visit in Vietnam? I love, of course, Saigon. I think it's one of the great unexplored cities by foreign people. And I love the Mekong Delta. I think places like Sadek, 
are just among the most beautiful little towns in the world. And, um, and you could happily spend a week there just really, really loving the people and the time that you spend there. How would you describe Destination Saigon to people looking for a great read? What, what I do say is that my book is a love letter to Vietnam. It's about what a wonderful place this is. It's about how it's not the history of a war, but it's a place that looks forward to the future. And it's a place where people are constantly, constantly curious about others and about the world. And to me, that makes it an exciting place to be. How has your trip been this time round with the coronavirus playing out? It's been extremely unusual. I have had experiences that I've never had before. I've turned up at places which are always full and they're totally empty. I'm, as you probably know, I'm a Buddhist and um, I go to prayers every night. And as of the night before last, they're sort of unofficially banned. So there's just been me and one monk there. It's been a really bizarre situation. What differences have you noticed in the way Vietnamese are reacting to the coronavirus compared to Australians? Look, in Australia, it seems we don't really care. And we read a lot on Twitter about, about, um, uh, about sort of, you know, people being treated badly. But I've got to say, in Vietnam, people are treating you pretty badly. <laughs> people are sort of, you know, avoiding me in the streets and stuff. Uh, and moving tables and things like that. Walter, you're a storyteller. Do you have any uplifting stories about Vietnam amidst all the depressing ones we've been hearing and reading about? Well, the only uplifting one to me is that my family has told me that um, if I do get it, that they're going to lock me in the room upstairs and make sure I don't get torched or <laughs> killed, you know. So I'm really impressed that they're willing to stand by me in tough times. What are you working on at the moment? Is there a new book in the pipeline? Yeah, I'm working on a book at the moment which strangely involves Vietnam. It's called The Zen of Jane, which is Zen lessons from the writings of Jane Austen. And, of course, I can't help but incorporate my knowledge of Vietnamese Buddhism into that, and um, and it keeps popping up. So so Jane Austen sort of sits on one shoulder, and Quan um, Tam, the, the Buddhist goddess of compassion, sits on another as I write. And when is the book due to be published? Look, I haven't... Um, I, I've got a lot of interest so far, but it doesn't have a release date so far. But let's hope, fingers crossed, sometime next year. That was Walter Mason, author of Destination Saigon. And if you're looking for something to keep you entertained at this time, I highly recommend you give it a read. Well, that's all for this Bureau Bite. If you liked what you heard, please review the Bureau podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Matt Cowan. Until our next Pod Bite, keep up to date with what's happening in Vietnam and the region by going to thebureauasia.com and visiting Facebook and Instagram at The Bureau Asia.